day, everyone, and welcome back to The Perspective. My name's Ethan, and your host for the evening are Neil, the 604 atheist and brain bug. Neil, what are you doing? I was going to call into the show and see if I could convince myself that there's a poltergeist in my apartment. (laughs) (laughs) Neil, welcome to The Perspective. Thank you for having me. Uh, For those that don't know you, uh, a quick summary. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I'm a six foot tall or six foot four tall Canadian atheist, radical kind of guy. And uh, I do a little show called Deconversion Stories over on the YouTubes there, which we're kind of on right now, I guess. And uh, I talk to people about their uh, journeys away from whatever belief systems they were once a part of, in a nutshell. Oh, that was quick. Yeah, in a nutshell. I'm in a nutshell. Let me out. So good news. We got a few calls coming in, but they are being screened. So we just have to wait for them to be screened before we get the show started. Awesome. Great. Brain bug, how you doing? Hey, Ethan, I'm doing good. I'm glad to be on here with Neil. This is so exciting. I don't, I don't know. Uh, last time we've been solo on a screen together was when I did my own deconversion story on your channel. So I believe so. Yeah, that was uh, last Halloween. So <laughs> it was. It was the Halloween special last year. Yeah, we got to hear your your awesome story, and and I got to see a bunch of your cute little creepy crawlies. Yes, that's uh, always oh, a trademark. Got a little mantis right here. I was just going to ask. I didn't see a bug, but if you could, would you mind zooming into it, and we'll uh, put you on screen. Make her the big screen. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, let's see. That lighting's gonna gonna pull it out. And what's her name? Uh, this one doesn't have a name yet. I wait until they're a little bit bigger than this before I give them names because the mortality rate's so high that you sometimes you just lose one. Oh, don't want to get attached to them. It it is very small. These ones are very small. This is a, a, yeah, about a bugger (laughs) size. So Wade, uh, Neil actually has been on before. He's been on the uh, Recovering from Religion fundraiser, and he did a show with Aaron Ra on my channel called No Fucks Given. It was a really good episode. I highly recommend checking it out. It was demonetized the second I named it that. (laughs) Um, For those who don't know, we handle paranormal and supernatural claims, belief in aliens, conspiracy theories, and political claims. And if you have one and you want to talk to either host, call the number at the bottom of the screen, 951-364-2430. Neil, so do you have any exciting interviews, deconversions coming up? Exciting deconversion stories. I um, yeah. but to, uh, on this coming Thursday, I'm speaking to a gentleman named Reverend Doctor David Breeden, who is a minister of a humanist church. I didn't even know there was such a thing, but apparently Neither there is I. such a thing, and uh, we're going to get into that a little bit after we hear how how he found his way out of his belief system. So it should be pretty interesting. Uh, and then I guess on Saturday, I've just got, uh, someone I met on Twitter and she's going to join me on uh, Saturday at 5 PM Pacific time. Her name is Cheyenne Royce. And, uh, yeah, I don't really know too much about her, but except for our interchanges on, on Twitter and whatnot, she's very funny. So should be pretty cool. fun. Yeah. And, uh, brain bug. What, uh, what do you got going on? I'll tell you what's going on on uh, on the Brainbug YouTube channel. We are going to be in October. We're doing everything aliens, so we're going we're going all in on the aliens. Uh, so expect that when you know, we'll come into life from the hive that we're going to be uh, having crypto corners going to be full of aliens and uh, conservapedia is going to be full of aliens. We're really going to going to dig our heels into it and kind of 
break it down. So I'm hoping we get some alien calls tonight to kind of prime my engines. That'd be cool. Well, actually, you know, so there is a couple people still being screened, but one of them was grabbed by the auto screener. Um, he's called the show before, so uh, I know I can cool. just go ahead and grab it. Um, this person wants to talk about uh, aliens, actually, and uh, his name is Peter. So I'm going to jump off the show. Uh, Neil and Brainbug, it's all yours. Peter, you are now on with Neil and Brainbug. Hey awesome. there, Peter. Thank you for having me, guys. Uh, hey, how's it How you doing, guys? Peter? Um, before I start, I'm doing amazing. Life is great. Um, before great. I start, I just want to say... Uh... Uh, all right, can you turn your volume up a little bit? I, I'm having a hard time hearing oh, you. Much. Oh, hi. Can you guys hear me now? Yep. It's a little better, oh, but uh, if you can, if you can speak, like get right, you can, like grab your phone and just go, "Hey, how's it going?" Like, like you're <laughs> <or something>. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you got it, you got it. Um, I just wanted to say thank you for Ethan for always having me in mind, and uh, he's an amazing, wonderful person, and uh, God bless your family. Oh, we appreciate but, um, that. Okay, yeah. yeah. You're welcome. Um, so, sure, UFOs and aliens. Um, I kind of have like a different uh perspective when it comes to them than uh, most people um i believe that ufos and aliens um well for, first off i think aliens aliens is basically satan himself with the fallen angels um, what makes you think that the same fallen um the same fallen angels that that scriptures talked about especially the book of enoch um the reason why I think that is because, good question, is because um, uh, apparently they have technology way more advanced than what we think, than what we see in a normal modern day life. Like wouldn't they have, they have to? Um, in order to traverse that vast distances, they would have to, wouldn't they? Yeah, exactly. So then another thing about UFOs and aliens as well. I don't think they come from other planets or galaxies or very far away. I believe that they are built here on Earth. Um, we have all the resources, all the elements, all the exotic metals that it is that to make them. Well, throughout um, our solar system. We don't know so, how to put sure. them together. Sure. That's a interesting perspective yeah. on that. Uh, so do you, when it comes to other other uh, universe or other areas of the universe, uh, do you believe that there's life out in the universe that's that's different than the than the satanic aliens, or do you just not believe there's life out there at all? Um, I kind of believe that we're trapped in this earth. Um, it's a it's a, a closed huh? um, ecosystem. Um, but we've been to the moon. I, I believe so we're not that. Yeah, I, I don't believe that there's other galaxies or planets or none of that stuff. I the stars that we see when we look up are just lights. Um, they're not they're not um, land masses or anything. But um, uh, why so, would you think like that? I said um, there could, excuse me. Do you, do, have you ever um, looked through like a telescope or something like that? I have. I have. And have you not seen the planets through the telescope? Like like Saturn, especially. That's a beautiful um, planet. It's got the rings around it and stuff like that. Very unique looking though. It's very it's got very distinct. Actually, all the gas giants have rings, but Saturns are the most visible uh, visible. Yeah, so, of course. I, I've seen them. 
But what to say that they're actual the land, kind of like the moon, like the moon we see the moon. Mm-hmm. But um, what to there. say that it's not just uh, plasma? We've been there and walked on we, it. We know the moon's made of of rock. Uh, I thought it was cheese, but you know that's just me. <laughs> have you tasted it? It might be. <laughs> But uh, yeah, because, so, um, is the moon landing not real? Is example, that? Oh yeah, yeah I guess I, I should I probably ask that. Because it's a, a to me it's a hoax. A lot of things okay. just don't add up. Like the foot, like the like footprints what? that they left, like on on the legend um, mm-hmm. moon, like they they don't match the same space boots that like the astronauts were wearing. Um, <laughs> they well, actually uh, caught the wait the, wait. The, how, how do you the, know that the landing? How do you oh, know they don't match? They uh they photographed the they photographed the footprints and then they mm-hmm. they showed the spacesuits and they were completely different from the bottom, like the front right. of the feet. And you're sure that and, you've um, seen the correct photographs, or just something somebody set up to make I it mean, look like a hoax? Yeah, I mean it could it could um, well I mean it's 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 far beyond just the footprints. Um, also how like. Um, the Red Hot Chili Peppers, how they have the song where it goes like, "Space may be the finer frontier, but it's made in a Hollywood basement." And like, yeah, they're talking about are, like, science fiction. These movies, are super though, rich, yeah. powerful people. Talking about Star Wars specifically, I believe. Yes, they are actually. Yeah. Or maybe, well, I guess they could have been talking about Star Trek since they said "final frontier," but yeah, whatever. They're talking about science fiction, right? Are you th- so you think they're talking about the Chili Peppers are like, imp- are they part of the cabal? Like that keeps us secret. Are they? Are they? Are they leaking it? Well, the the thing about the elites is that sometimes, like they they like to give us um, clues or or hidden messages, like subliminal Easter messages eggs. and stuff. So it, it could be part of that. Yeah, Easter eggs, exactly. Okay, so um, let's let's get back to the aliens, though, because we we've we've went we've went a full circle around just kind of get we're, we're, we we know where your headspace is now, though, so we know yeah, that kinda, we know yeah, yeah, kind of yeah. what your your uh, but anyway, go to so aliens are demons. Uh, go. Yeah, aliens are demons because um, the thing about um about them is that there's nothing nothing good about them. The the um the abduction people are terrified about them it's nothing nice and holy about them it's always it's always terror holy. like and that's what demons do they demonize people okay. and okay. so and these demons are the same fallen angels that are spoken in um in the book of Enoch how there was yeah, there was I'm the devil that. that felt like lightning and his helpers which are the fallen angels and those are the same Angel, the top man, how to do things like how to cast swords for war, how to how to um how what drugs to do and stuff like that. What drugs to do? Oh wow! Um, so you're under the, the of the mind that all aliens are like malevolent. Then all alien encounters are malevolent. A lot of people have more benign uh, or even benevolent uh, experiences with. With with what they claim is an abduction experience, which I, yeah. personally I think is you know some maybe some sleep paralysis and uh, yeah. or paralysis and, and things like of that nature, but they have a pleasant experience, uh, often uh, comparable to the experience people claim to have when they when they experience a 
near-death experience and they and they, they feel like they're with loved ones or with angels they have a uh, experience like that except for with the alien beings so is that is that uh the same demons that are terrorizing people by the um, way so Bri I, oh, I believe sorry. that there could be go ahead peter sorry oh um so i believe that there's demons and angels maybe when they have those uh nice experiences it could be actually real angels like angels angels not demons you but do realize i'm confused as aliens I'm, I'm not sure if you're if you're aware but they are actually able to reproduce these experiences in a lab setting of having these experiences like there's someone in the room with you or you're you know someone sitting on your chest or or you have like you can hear voices they can re they can reproduce all of these things in a lab setting by tapping into certain places of your brain where these things actually do come from and by so many ways by the by lighting by infrasound mm -hmm. by mm -hmm. by just these subtle differences and changes in your environment they can induce oh yeah like the sound soundless chamber or whatever mm -hmm. uh, deprivation chambers are a good yeah. example of uh yeah. of you know that type of research but you can you can really change the way that the especially when you put someone into a deep sleep and then you and then you engage them with all these different uh different techniques to alter their brain state it's really quite fascinating so yeah um so when we uh when we talk about aliens are you are you talking about like the, the the gray aliens with the big black eyes is that are those the demons because there's there's more those are the most common in, in pop culture but if you get into some of the ufo culture you'll see that there's a lot of a variety of uh, a menagerie if you will of alien creatures that uh, that are alleged to visit and interact with humankind so is it just one or are they all all of them malevolent demons um, that is correct because then there's the grays there's the reptilians and there's other ones i'm, I'm not so sure which ones Specifically, they could all exist. I'm not so sure. I'm, I don't know how the fallen angels look. That would just be like a guess, if I were to say. So, okay. um, Peter, yeah, I kind of want to know why you believe this stuff. Like, what convinced you that this is actually the case? Um, well, like, tell, tell me, try well, to convince me to, that this yeah. is the case. Sure, because um, when I started reading scriptures, mainly the book of Enoch, how it says that there's fallen angels, they gotta look some type of way. And then when you when you when you mix when you when you um mix up what's going on, what are people seeing seeing aliens and these creatures? Sometimes I put one and two together. Oh, so in ancient times there's the fallen angels, and in modern times they're being called aliens. So I kind of put them two together because the fallen angels just have like heavenly wisdom because they taught man how to do things because. Um, for example, humans are born without any knowledge. Like if you, if you have a newborn and you don't teach him how to read, how to write, uh, how to talk, how to do anything, he'll just, he'll be a grown up without not knowing anything. Actually, so humans how is are, it that, that humans are, are able to build technology and cell phones and stuff like that? It must be coming from a different type of source, not a human source. What were you going to say about that? About the humans, Neil. I heard you get ready. Well, to humans are actually born with some innate knowledge. Like we're born with some things that we, it's just, it's, it's, 
I guess through genes, through years and years of evolution and humans um, having some innate knowledge by the time they're born, like how to, you know, breathe. And there, there is a point though, where you get to where you can't, where you're, you lose your ability to ever be able to learn language. I believe. Sure. Yeah. Age, yeah. I think yeah. it's like yeah. 12 or so. Something like that. And it's much easier yeah. to learn when you're earlier. Yeah. Uh, when you're, when you're younger, I mean, because you, you can, but anyway, that's not really what I'm going about here. Um, I, uh, Peter, I'm not sure if you're aware, but, um, demons and stuff was usually the culprits for those nighttime visits. Like we hear about with the alien abductions back in the day. And then we had things like, especially during the Victorian ages, you heard about succubuses and incubuses and stuff that would come and sit on your chest. So you couldn't, the hag. right. Or the hag, right. There's all kinds right. of little mythologies all over the globe about these beings that would visit you in the night and they have all sorts of different descriptions and because of modern day and modern culture they're now aliens so we have alien visitations uh i don't know if i would just because these have been going on throughout history i don't know if i would there's an expression correlation is not always causation sort of thing like you know you don't you don't always have to make that link i i personally believe that there are other species out there for sure somewhere who knows but uh the likelihood is there but I don't think they're from here, to be honest. But uh, um, and I really, I, I find I, I, I'm still, and I used to be very convinced that of UFOs and stuff like that. I was an avid Art Bell listener. I've never been into the scriptures because, for me personally, they're mythologies, just like every other scripture that's ever been out there that we no longer accept as being real. Um, but um, so for me it's just it doesn't work like it, it you, you're gonna have to i don't know try maybe a different avenue to try and convince me of this because i i, I can't take anything in the, especially in the scriptures as being worthwhile accepting because we can debunk a crap load of stuff out of there so i i gotta agree with neil there i when it comes to that to any of the major religious text uh that's not that's not going to be something i'm going to find compelling uh Mostly because the other because the other ones exist that that are that are people making the same claims about them, and so it kind of makes it hard to take any one of them seriously. So, is there anything extra biblical that we should look to in our reality that would convince us this that these aliens are demonic? Um. Well, another belief that I have about why um, the government and the media is pushing UFOs because. The, if you compare um, the media exposure to UFOs now to how it was like maybe ten years ago, they're trying to be they're trying to keep a secret, but now it's like they're so open about it. Um, the reason why they're trying to push, I believe, um, UFOs and aliens and the space agenda so much is because, like I said, the devil is basically the alien and his helpers with the fallen angels, and the reason why they want people to believe in space and in aliens and, and in UFOs is so that they could bring him about as like the new Antichrist, the new ruler of the world. Oh, okay. so that, people believe that aliens are going to come like in at peace or like at whatever's, and then they're just going to accept them. So they're just going to accept, they're going to accept aliens, which is gonna, mm -hmm. basically saying they're going to accept the devil. Well, I will say that humans are very susceptible to the notion of a, of a uh, external overarching power that's watching them and wants and controls them and wants them to perform certain uh acts so i, I don't think that that's a difficult uh difficult concept to uh to apply elsewhere but 
the the media being the the source is I just don't see I don't see the gain there. I don't see uh, a, being able to keep a lid on something like that with the no, you couldn't. There's no way you could. What I mean, so what's how do how do you work that? How do you work that out? Um, and, uh, aliens have been, I, I remember, been in our culture. Oh, oh yeah. sorry. Uh, just quickly, aliens have been in our uh, culture since the 50s, 40s even. So War of the Worlds was one of the first radio uh, plays ever, right? Yeah, the Foo Fighters of uh, World War II. <laughs> yeah. Not the band, the little flying lights, but the band rocks too, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So so we, so we can we agree that UFOs and aliens are real, or what, what's your take on that? So UFOs are things that we don't know what they are. They're unidentified flying objects. And I'm definitely on board with that. Uh, a bird could be a UFO if you don't know what it is. <laughs> they actually prefer the term UAV, uh, unidentified aerial, uh, or UAP, sorry, unidentified aerial phenomenon is what they prefer now over UFO. Because many of these so-called UFOs turned out to be um, uh just military experimental craft. So, yeah. Do I um, believe that there are aliens out there? Probably, but are they visiting us? Why? If they have that kind of technology, uh, uh, imagine you were imagine being us and and like a, a colony of ants. <laughs> like, do we really pay attention to the ants unless, of course, they get in and start eating all our food? But let's let's. I mean, an alien <laughs> civilization. Um, we would be, we can't even, we, 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 we're just going into our solar system now, which I know you don't really believe, but we, uh, we are, we're going into our solar system. We've had probes out that have actually left our solar system. And one of them's even in inter, almost in, uh, intergalactic space now. So, um, think of a, a civilization that has that kind of technology that can traverse those kinds of distances to come here. And to actually engage with us, they would most likely have to be benevolent because I'm not sure if you're familiar with the um, uh, names not coming to me, but are you familiar with Dr. Michio Kaku by any chance? He's a theoretical oh, yeah. physicist. I, I used to believe in him. He's like this Asian believe guy him. with like long white hair. Yeah he's, a, yeah, he's a theoretical physicist. You don't have to believe in him. He's, he's, his ideas are, are great, I think. I think he's got a lot of cool futuristic ideas. But a type, that would have to be like a, a type two or better civilization that can go. And if you hit that point, you've gotten past the point where you're like us. Everyone wants to kill each other here. We have, we, we, before we could become a type one civilization, we'll probably blow ourselves up. But if you make it past that point, then you're most likely it's going to be a benevolent contact. These are going to be, you know, people that want to teach other spacefaring um, uh, people or, or beings, we'll say, uh, about their technology and probably, who knows, could end up joining like the Federation from Star Trek. You never know. But uh, I, I find it highly unlikely that any of those have been here thus far based on just like, look at us, man. Look at us. If you were a super advanced species... Mm -hmm. Would you come by here and go, oh, hey, oh, fuck that. I'm out of here. <laughs> Just keep going, right? <laughs> All right, I mean? Peter, uh, I think we're going to we're gonna probably wrap the call up because we've got a few, uh, few people waiting on the lines now uh, to get through. But I do want to let you have uh, the last word if you'd like it. Yeah. yeah. Um, sure, yeah. Um, so 
I, I just when when you mentioned that physicist, um, mm-hmm. Michio Kaku, I'm probably like slaughtered his name. I'm sorry. Um, no, you got it. You got it. But I, I I used to believe I used to believe in him. Um, up until <laughs> like it was like he used to come out in like in the news a lot, like in the science yep. channel. And then he his claim was that in 2012 there was gonna be like a giant solar flare that it was happening for sure that it was gonna like like we did get a flare in, like, in 2012. Prior satellites, and that's the reason why 2012 was going to be the end of the world because of this solar flare. But then Wait, it never he happened. Believe this, or was this something that he heard? Passed. Anyways, I shouldn't keep um, going. I think it was. It's okay. Um, I mean, I believed it because it was like he's like a professional coming out in media, and he's claiming it, and they wouldn't just allow anybody to to give such a such a claim, you know. So I was young, and I was like, "Whoa, look at this professional on TV." Um, he's saying that there's going to be a solar flare. It's going to be so strong that it could wipe out the whole Earth. But then, after after 2012, nothing happened. And he just disappeared from TV. Like he just never showed up again. So I was like, oh, that's when I started catching on to like all this fear propaganda that was going on. Mm. Okay. All right. Well, all thank right, you for calling us tonight. Thank you guys so much. I recommend you listen yeah, to some of his so audio much. books, Peter, if you can check it out. I will, oh, right. I will, I'm, I'm always uh, doing research and stuff. Good for you, man. That's good to hear. You got it, guys. It's a pleasure. Have a good day, guys. Thank you for having Take me. Care. All right. Bye-bye. Take care, guys. Bye. All right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you get pulled into the conversation, though. You know, it, 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 they, so many different directions to go. There was so much that we could have explored oh, yeah. there. Yeah. Uh, I do want to thank Jason from Dragons and Genesis for uh, his awesome uh, super chat. Neil and Bree, your amazing host, keep doing the Lord's work. <laughs> thank you. I, I like the four ninety nine. What's the matter, Jason? Couldn't flip that extra penny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bugging it, brother. I'm bugging it. All right. Uh, so, are you ready for our next call? We got Sandra on the line. Uh, Nick Ravenhouse experienced supernatural experience in a house with family, saw a ghost, basically. Okay, let's let's uh check this out. Hey there, Sandra. Hey, hey, yeah, you're Hi. on with, with Bree and Neil, and we I want to hear about your ghost. Okay, well, this story has been told many, many times at the Nick Raven House in Vicksburg, Mississippi. Uh, this happened in the 1990s. Um, I was with my daughter and then my fiance at the time. We were going to take a tour and everybody was in the periodic uh, costumes and everything. Um, And so when we got there, they said, okay, well, we're still waiting for more people to come in. So I would like for you to go meet us at the 1700 room on to the right. And I was like, okay, we'll go ahead and go up there. So we walked up the stairs. It was a really tiny stairs. Um, and I met somebody up there right in the middle of the stairs and she asked me what I was doing. And I said, well, <laughs> I'm going to meet y'all in the room to the right to start the tour. And she said, no, 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 no. Meet me in the room to the left. So I said, okay. And she, I, the only thing I could see was her skirt. It was a, like a blue skirt. So I went, went upstairs with my daughter, who was about maybe three years old, and my fiance. And we went up there. And we waited and waited and waited, and we could we didn't know what was going on. Um, and then somebody came by and said, uh, "We have been looking for you all 
over the place. Where have you been? I said, well, there was a lady there and the, that met us right in the middle of the stairs and told me to go ahead and go to the room to the right. She's like, we didn't tell you that. So they asked all the other tour guides and they asked them, um, did anybody ask, tell her to move, move to the room to the right? And everybody, everybody was in shock. Um, and so, and everybody was just running around trying to figure out who told me that. Um, finally, they just said, probably you just met our, our ghost, who is Mary Elizabeth, who gave birth in this room and died in childbirth. Oh, wow. And now she's given tour guides. <laughs> guiding tours. Yep. Now she's given tour So, <laughs> yeah. quick, quick, quick question. Um, when you saw her, did you see her like full figure? Was it, uh, as the saying goes in, in the field, the only a, thing a, I could see, a full apparition? Yeah, because the, the stairs were so thin. Mm -hmm. um, it, just, it was like a very old stairs, like from the 17 or 1800s. It was very tiny, okay. very narrow. You sure. couldn't really see anything. The only thing I could actually see was her skirt, and it was blue. That's all right. I could see. Okay, and you couldn't make out anything else other than her skirt. Let, let me ask uh, let me ask a quick question here that kind of goes with that. Uh, so what what do you think the odds are that it was that it was somebody that this was a thing that they were doing as a as a as a prank or gimmick? I mean honestly, what would you think? Would... Yeah, we talked about that too. Um, my fiance and I we talked we talked about that, but the thing is it was the looks on everybody else's faces. Um, you could definitely tell if, you know, if somebody is playing a trick on you, they're just kind of like laughing or snickering. No, these people were just in shock. They couldn't, they couldn't believe what they, they heard. And actually the story has been told over and over again over, over there, almost on every single tour. Um, I went over there recently um, to go back and look. And um, yeah, they told me I was royalty. Um, because of my story. Um, it was also printed in a book. Um, wow. I did not give them permission or anything, but it was printed in a book. And also, um, yeah, it's been told consistently. Wow. What's this location called again? The Raven House? It's called McRaven House in Vicksburg, Mississippi. It's in Mississippi? Huh, I hadn't heard it's of it a, before. An old Neither have I. Actually, yeah, it's an old 1800s house, uh, maybe, um, and then some parts of it 1700s, some parts of it 1800s. Oh, it's um, an old plantation house. I'm sorry? So it's an old plantation house. So were you going up like yeah, a, a servant stairway stairway in the like in the back then? Oh, yeah. I That's this. probably what it was. Yeah, I did the narrow little stairways they have. Yeah. 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 Right. Interesting. Uh, yeah. Um, so it, it's, it's, it's kind of, see, I, I, I'll tell you what, Sandra, I used to, I used to be very much into this stuff myself and I had a ghostly experience myself as well until later on, I figured out ultimately what it ended up being anyways. But, um, um, one of the things that has always kind of bothered me about um, spirits or specters or ghosts and whatnot is 
I, I always think to myself, okay, well, what are they made of? So, well, in your in your opinion, what do you think they're made of? What do, um, I mean, that's just the soul, the spirit. Um, okay, but what's it made of? I believe like, what, what is it? I'm sorry? But what would it be made of? I believe of? that sometimes people... Go ahead. No, no. I, I, no, I was just asking, what do you think these spirit souls or entities or whatever, what do you think they're made out of? Like, what do you think they're made of? Non-physical entities. Non-physical, right. Well, but, I mean, but they still have to be I mean, made of something you in order inside, to... You don't have a body. You also have a spirit. You also have a soul. If the spirit and soul get stuck somewhere, I mean, we're ma just made more of than just a human body, right? Uh, we are more than the sum of our parts, for sure. And, that's, that's and, and there is energy flowing through us. We have, you know, electric pulses, but it's contained within our physical body. So that's right. What is, what is it that's left behind? Or yeah, what is it after you're gone? Your yeah, soul. So your soul what, is what's inside. Our bodies are just a, a canvas. Like a vessel. Um, of what sure. your soul is in, inside. So well, when I'll you go on. up to heaven, don't you, is your spirit going up to heaven? Or is it that your whole entire body goes up to heaven? Well, so, you're going to be hard pressed to get me to accept either one of those prospects. As a Catholic, I'll be you know, I'll be that's what we believe. We believe sure. that our spirits go up okay. to heaven, right? When you die. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So but what happens if somebody gets stuck? But, but see, this is the part that really kind of. See, I'm, I'm, I'm um, <clears throat> I've always wondered, <clears throat> excuse me, I've always wondered what is it made out of? Because it's got to be made out of something in order for us to actually visually see it. It has to be made and out of something. And for it to be able to get stuck, kind of, like she was talking about. Get stuck, yeah. So if, if it's some form of energy, energy needs containment or else it dissipates into nothing. Well, not nothing. It just dissipates and dissipates and dissipates. Chemistry? Yes, it does. Yes, I'm, I'm, I'm a chemist. That's what I do for a living. So... Um, and right. this is what I know to be a fact, like uh, molecules and, 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 mm -hmm. and stuff like that. They dissipate if they're not contained with, within something, mm -hmm. they spread out and they're gone. They just go out into space and whatnot. So that's kind of one of mm -hmm. the things that pulled, kind of pulled me away from that whole belief is, and I'll, I'll let you right now. I'm an atheist uh, myself. I was actually raised Jewish, but I fell out of mm -hmm. that a long time ago, but, um, okay. so, so for that sort of thing, and I used to believe in ghosts too. Until I started, mm -hmm. you know, understanding more when I, you know, I got, I got my degree or whatever in, 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 in chemistry and stuff like that, which, you know, I also did a little bit of physics as well. And it just sort of seems really strange to me that something like that could maintain a form without having something containing it into that space. So for me, I, I'm not really a believer believe so much anymore. So sorry, you believe that your body is just made out of, of cells and and yes. that's it. There's no soul. There's no spirit inside of you. Well, I believe people have spirit, but for me, that means something. Clearly, means something different than I think what you have. And I do not believe in souls. No. Okay. So okay. So for a spirit. Okay. So you believe in spirits. So well, you're not spirits. Where, where I do believe spirit goes when you die. No, no, I'm not that kind of spirit. What I mean, we mean? have spirit. Like we all have a little bit of uh, as a as a brain state energy. that you can yeah, be yeah. spirited. Yeah, yeah. That's why that's why people still use the expression spiritual because it's it's we have in in Hebrew there's a saying called ruach which means spirit literally, but it's more it's not it doesn't mean like a specter ghostly kind of spirit. It just means we have like we have 
what's another word? Chutzpah. <laughs> I guess it's another Hebrew word that I know. It just means like we have the energy, I guess you could say. Hey, we're all pumped up and ready to go. That kind of spirit. Like we've got spirit. So do you. We got spirit. You know, that kind of thing, right? <laughs> so um, that's what spirit means to me, basically. Uh, but yeah, I just, you know, why, why should... Knowing what I know now, after going through the schooling I did to become what I am, why should I believe that souls are real when I can, when for me, clearly, it just isn't really a thing for me. Like, yeah, in my, in my, it, the laws of physics basically forbid it. That's kind of what I mean. Mm -hmm. Well, that's your personal belief. Like, okay. like right now, I'm, I'm sitting right next to a modern atheist, too. But <laughs> that is your, your personal belief. Did uh, did you say that you were? Did you say that you were Catholic? I am Catholic. So, uh, in your in your Catholic. in your theology, um, in your your beliefs in your theology, uh, how does someone get stuck? Is it uh, is something it's that that, that God's allowing to happen in your theology? Well, there's. Um, I'm not sure exactly how that works, but uh, unfortunately, in some situations, there is a soul that, that can't find its way back to heaven, right? So it gets stuck, and it remains, or it could be a recording um, of something that happened in the past that just keeps on going. Like a replay, um, huh? On this one, this situation, it was a little bit more active uh, to me. Um, so it... it to me, it, it just seems like it's a soul that just, just doesn't want to leave. It doesn't want to go up to heaven. Most, most spirits do. Most spirits go up to heaven, right? Do you believe that it's like uh, part of your consciousness, maybe? Because if you, you ask me, it would have to be. Because if it, it would have to be part of your consciousness involved with that. Um, personal it's like you believe that you're just made out of your your cells in your body. You don't believe that there's anything. We are. Well, we are. So we are atoms. And, no, that's the scientific fact. Okay. We are atoms and electrons, and you know that's, stuff like that. That's what we're made out of. Right. So pretty much everything's made out of. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, then, and then energies, but even energy is is matter. <laughs> The weird thing is, is the, the, the laws of the universe uh, don't allow these particles that we're made out of to operate after our body has demised. So mm -hmm. that's kind of like what I mean. Like what if, if they do operate once the vehicle that we are in is finished, what is it that's containing them to keep them in that operating state? You mean like for your soul? Your soul keeps yeah. on going? Yeah, yeah. Because the yeah. atoms and molecules involved in that soul would have to be contained in something right. in order to keep operating so that body, way. Your body dies. Your body dies, and your soul moves on. But how? <laughs> that's kind. Of, that's where I'm kind of lost. I just don't know how. Should yeah, you okay. expect some kind of dissipation. I'm not, a, I'm not an expert on that, but um, my belief is that your soul goes. You know, your body dies and your soul goes on to heaven. Um, and then some sad situations, unfortunately, they do get stuck or they just don't want to go. Um, and and I guess you don't believe in God either. So um, that's kind of difficult for to to talk about with somebody who's an atheist. 
Um, yeah, so yeah. unfortunately, yeah, everybody has their own beliefs. Yes, we all do. Sure. All right. Well, thank you, Sharon, for calling in tonight. It was a pleasure talking to you and hearing your story and kind of engaging with some of your ideas about the way the spirit world works. Um, I don't know if, if you've convinced me, but you certainly uh, told a, a nice little, uh, a nice story. And I'm, I'm glad that, that that they're still retelling yeah, well, it because what, what, what are these, uh, these tours, if not any, if not to, to retell this, even if it's folklore to retell these tales, but uh, we appreciate your call, Sharon. Yeah, thanks, Sharon. Okay, well, that's your belief, but I hope you have a wonderful day, and thank you, you so too. much for inviting me. Yes, You're thank welcome. you. Bye-bye. Right, thank you. Bye-bye. All right. Uh, I think we had a couple more super chats. Uh, you yeah. Can, uh, let me roll back up to them. Okay, here we go. From Cynthia McDonald, uh, $5, so she didn't skimp on that penny. <laughs> Neil 604 <laughs> atheist, atheist you said say oh, out oh, okay. the, the Canada way I love that and you know, blessing to you and Bree for doing such a good a great job thank you Cynthia Kyle Brewer gave us four bucks didn't have anything to say but here's some cash love <laughs> you Kyle alright <laughs> so up next we have a a choice between a couple of options. I'll let you be the the, the deciding factor. Uh, we have MC has, a, MC has a paranormal experience, uh, okay, wants cool, to discuss cool. the most convincing. And then uh, Tim says he can use a pendulum to answer general questions on a starboard, can also predict the future. Really? I kind of yeah. want to hear some future predictions. Yeah, let's I don't know about let's, you. Yeah, this let's go with Tim. I know how the pendulum works, too. This is going to be great. Hello? Hey, Tim. Yeah, you're Hello. on with uh, Bree and Neil, and we are uh, very interested in hearing your your uh, ability about your abilities to predict the future with the pendulum, and we would love yeah. some predictions tonight. So, okay, uh, I want to give a shout-out to Caitlin on Facebook. Uh, she's from the Freedom from Religion Foundation, DFW chapter group, and she nice. told me about your show, so uh, she's oh, right the on. one that got me on that. Thank you, Caitlin. Yeah, Caitlin. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, I, I go by Kim, K-I-M. K-I-M? Okay, Kim. K-I-M, I'm, I'm old, sorry. I'm old and retired. <laughs> <laughs> I'm almost there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's really good. Just do your hardest to retire. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it, it's really fun. <laughs> I'm just waiting for my YouTube channel to start making millions. It'll never so, happen. Pendulum. <laughs> First, uh, for, for the uninitiated, uh, why don't you explain to our audience what a pendulum is uh, yeah. and how you use it? Okay. Um, you can use a nail with a string tied on it or you can go all up to an elaborate crystal or like i have a rose quartz but i use my birch wood pendulum more because it's lighter mm -hmm. the 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 rose quartz it takes a little bit of time to move if that's understandable 
Okay. And uh, and you said you got a starboard. Uh, can we explain that a little bit? Yes. Okay. Now, uh, this starboard is got the months. It's got uh, alphabet letters. It's got the zodiac. Okay. It's got uh, numbers one through nine. What's it got and against I think zero? It's alphabet. <laughs> uh, it doesn't have zero. <laughs> you know oh. the 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 Arabs are going to be very upset. They invented zero. <laughs> <laughs> but it doesn't have it on my board. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. I still have an old Ouija board that I and, kept and for kind of nostalgia purposes. So I find well, uh, I I I don't use the Ouija board because. The way um, people used it and where, where they get in trouble is they just let the Ouija board speak on its own. They don't have any discipline. Uh, they they don't have safety protocols. Uh, you know, I'm not into deluding myself. And so I'm real scientific about it. And I vet it. And I cross-check it. And... And uh, I don't come to a final conclusion mm-hmm. till after I receive proof or somebody tells me that if I said something, it came through. Okay. In other words, I don't believe in myself till it's actually experienced. What? Oh, oh, I thought you said you don't believe in yourself. I was going to say, why? <laughs> No, no, no. I believe in myself. A little confident. I don't believe the board. Yeah, I don't believe the board till I experience it. Yeah, I don't believe in the the by uh, the the board like either. If you wanted so to ask me a question, uh, yeah, if you wanted to ask me a question, uh, I can tell you that the pendulum and the board said yes or no or possibly or whatever. But it's a little vague, it's not isn't it? Truth till you, yeah, till you call me back and say, "Yep, it's your work." Okay. So, uh, what I would lo- love to do, and I don't know if if uh, Ethan's on board for it or not, but I would love to get a uh, friendly neighborhood prediction from your pendulum. If you got it set up right now, and then maybe we could schedule you to call back in a month, and and maybe give mm-hmm. us. Uh, some kind of uh, <laughs> he's on the uh, board. <laughs> sure, you sure know, call, a follow like, up visit. Instance, yes, like for instance, in March and early April. Early April is when I found out. I just did this for myself, nobody in particular, but I was just getting this feeling, and then I go to the pendulum board. So if I first have a feeling, and then I go to the pendulum board. Now, uh. There's all kinds of stories about the pendulum. Uh, even the old Spanish explorers in America used pendulums to find gold. So, it, and uh, anyway, uh, to, to get to my it, point, uh, in April, early April, I predicted that we would have a new surge in June or July. A new surge of what? COVID. I could have predicted that without a pendulum. <laughs> right. 
Yeah. But, it was, but I, I was, I was talking to it. If you want to say that, that sounds crazy, but you know, <laughs> it, it, there were some things that I felt and then I just wanted to confirm it with a pendulum board. Does that make sense? Well, do you know what, um, when it comes to the pendulum, I did a little research into these things because I used to be a little bit of a believer in that sort of thing myself. I thought you could divine with mm-hmm. it and stuff like that. And right, I, I, I don't understand it totally. Well, yeah. let me see if I can help you. I'm just an first experimenter. All, okay, I have a question, first of all. If this method actually works, why aren't people like in the stock market using it? Um, people that are right. considering yeah. buying out yeah. other businesses, why aren't they using it? Why aren't kids in college that have a final exam coming up using it? You know, why aren't people that right. get answers using this method? I mean, if it's a solid method, we should all be fucking using it, if you ask me, right? Almost, yeah. I, I'm with but you. If I could win thing, pick lotto little, numbers, I'd be, I wouldn't even, you wouldn't even know about me. <laughs> Probably not, right? You'd be living in a high hog somewhere. But, um, but, um, I wouldn't tell things, nobody. Hang on, Kim. One of the things I did learn is we have a little something that we can't, we don't even notice and we can't stop. It's called micro motor control. And that is, you can be yes, still I understand as you that. want mm-hmm. and you're still going to make something move. It's going to regardless. Okay, now, now, if you could, if you could have right, it suspended I, away from you and have it do this, then I'd be impressed. Yeah. Yes, and I tried that experiment. What I did was I bu- uh, built a hanger so mm-hmm. that it could hold the the pendulum, and I wouldn't even touch it. Okay. Okay. And I couldn't get it to do it, and I couldn't get an EMF reading either. Sure. Well, there there just might not have been any electromagnetic forces around at the time, but uh, actually, that's not true. They're always right, around. and that goes back to your other caller. What are what are spirits made of? I've right. got I've got an opinion, but you know who who knows? You know, I I was raising a few sure. of this. Do Do you think your pendulum is connecting you to the spirit world? That's a good question. You know, it, natural forces based, based okay based on experience, it appears that way but i'm not going to tell anybody that it is that way you know I'm, right. I'm still working on it i'm still experiencing it yeah so I'm i know research we i mean obviously there's natural forces at play uh, of course gravity and uh mm-hmm. electromagnetic yeah. forces yeah. idiomotor uh forces Vibrations from our, of the from planet, our body crying out loud <laughs> right. can't rule that out yeah. either uh, everything, when, everything vibrates at a certain rate. So yes, yes. Now, when I put it on that holder where I didn't touch it at all, it wouldn't do anything. Yeah. But now, when I use touch my finger to it, the just the holder. I touched the holder because it was metal. Mm-hmm. Then I could get it to move. Okay, right. that's where the micro. And I usually from. just use a. a it's got a little ball on it, and then I use my my uh, stronger hand, you know. So I, I'm very careful, of what you know, if I move that thing, and uh, I don't know how. If well, I if I'm moving it, uh, it's very subconscious. <laughs> well, Kim, let's 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 we're going to give you an opportunity now. All right, if you can tell us a little something 
um, that is possible for to happen with 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 the show. We'll say, uh, could you possibly um, use your pendulum to find out a little bit something that might come up for us in the future? Yeah, and, and then we can have you call back. No, I'm, and then, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm not here to prove anything or have an agenda, but no, no, just see what happens. I'd be interested too. Sure. Yeah. yeah we all would, right. So, man, if this shit works, buddy, I'm going to start using that shit to, to make some money. That's all I can do. <laughs> to make some decisions anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think yeah, I have to come up with a different uh, vetted board. Now, this board, okay, now don't, don't, don't get excited here, but I did. I'm, I'm, I'm a little Hindu more than atheist, but uh, I get went down to my temple priest here in town, and okay. he did a puja on it. And you know, because I I don't What's like lo, you know evil spirits or whatever. You know, <laughs> I don't think you have to worry about it. I what, know a little bit about them. You said you said. Okay, um, go with your question. I, well, I was going to ask you. You said the the priest at the temple you went to did something to it. What, what was he, you said he did to it? Uh, there was a puja ceremony. And what is that? And exactly? uh, that that's uh, a Hindu like a cleansing ritual, and it's yeah, right, something like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like running around. With a space thing, going, uh, <laughs> getting rid of stuff. I you know I I watch the paranormal shows and. You know, I don't go out in a cemetery or, you know, oh, I, I'm, I I'm not in. I've strong. slept in them before. It's great. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I was raised in it. <laughs> you were raised in a cemetery? That's kind of weird, dude. I got to tell you. Well, yeah, I know. You know what? <laughs> I know what I mean. <laughs> my, my family owned a funeral and I worked a lot. Oh, very cool. Uh, even restoring old gravestones. That was, that was wild. Okay, so you okay? So he did the the puja on on the pendulum uh, to cleanse it, I guess. Um, and the board. And the and board. And the board. So do you maybe? Hey, maybe we could do it this way. Since we're kind of just throwing it at you right here, and you're like, "Oh crap, I'm not really prepared." Why don't you come up with something? No, no, I'm I'm prepared. All right, okay. Let's right. do it. Yeah, I'll do it. I got it right here. All right, all right. So how does how does this usually go down? Do we? Uh, do we, Do we ask, ask questions? Okay. Yeah. Uh, first of all, first of all, uh, uh, give me your question. Try okay. to be a little bit more yes and no. But if you can't come up with yes and no, I'll try to help you. And uh, then after I hear the question, then I'll ask the board. Mm -hmm. Well, first of all, I'll ask the board. Do you want to answer the question? You know, and do you want to talk to them? Kind of a Dude, deal. It's an inanimate and object, I, and then we'll go from there. Do whatever you want. All right. So, yeah. do I need? To, do I need? Is, we're talking about a board here. Do I need a gavel or something like? <laughs> so we're having a board meeting. Is I'm not going to give any. I'm not going to give any advertising away where I got it. So that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. We don't need a. We don't need a strike here on YouTube, anyways. But uh, um, okay. So you want you want a question? So. Bree, what do you think? We think, though, what do we think we should ask him? Um, I'm kind of wondering if uh, ask a question about the show because this is uh, mm. kind of relevant. Do you think oh, I'm gonna lose my my audio? <laughs> do you think that uh, the to the board uh, that the perspective will take off 
Yeah, will it become a very uh, popular show? Uh, will it will it be successful? Yeah. yeah, that's a good question. Yeah, yeah, that that's a, a general general. You know, okay. Uh, hang on, just a second. Okay. Oh, uh, but uh, who who's that? Who's talking on the board right now? Right, who's, someone's who's at the board right now? Just just take your finger and hey, flick them off. The, off. <laughs> yep. Who 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 wants to answer this question? Okay. Okay. I've got a, uh, I've got to read who wants to do it. And they said, yeah. Okay. Uh, will the podcast, the perspective with Neil and 604 atheist and brain bug. And where are y'all from? He's Canadian. I'm American. <laughs> Well, I'm Canadian. I'm from I'm from the Vancouver, uh, British Columbia area. Oh, 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 okay, okay. It's on the internet. West Coast on YouTube. The Perspective Podcast. Will they be successful in the next six months? Well, hold on, Kim. It's not always Bree and me. It's there are multiple hosts that do this show. So, just in general, right, I understand. Show, well, I just had to sort oh, of get the board. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Okay, it says yes. All right. And uh, is there a little bit more specific uh, request in what that success would, in other words, how we can can, uh, actually uh, determine what success is? Let's say three thousand, like or fifty thousand subs by New Year's. That's what that's what uh, Ethan said. Fifty thousand, fifty k. How much? Coming New Year's, fifty thousand. Sixty k. Fifty k. Five zero. Fifty thousand. Yeah, fifty thousand. Oh, okay, okay. Let's by the New Year. Okay, board. Or shortly oh. thereafter. Yes. Right. Right. Okay. So by January twenty twenty two. Will they have 50,000 subscribers? <laughs> okay. Now, on my board, it says possibly. Does that make sense? Of course it makes sense, but it's very vague. Very vague. <laughs> yes, but but the thing is, though, is that... Uh, with the future, it always depends on what you do to make it happen. Okay. Now, if you don't do anything, it says possibly. But if you do something, you know, put a little bit of a stick in the water, you know, kind of thing, uh, <laughs> then you have a more of a chance. Now, that sounds like a logical could, question, but. Kim, uh, could I have gotten the same answer that. from a Magic 8-Ball? Yeah. <laughs> At least you're honest. What? Oh, oh, you mean? Oh, oh, I'm sorry. You're you're not asking a question. You're making a statement. <laughs> uh, no, I'm asking. Could I have gotten a similar prediction just by using a magic eight ball? Because I had one of those as a kid, and I used to love it. So I, I don't know. I just I just do what I do, and, and I got uh, you. just go got along you. with it. And I'm always trying to vet the board. I don't. I don't. Well, I mean, if the board ever lies to me, I'll burn it. Yeah. Just FYI, um, possibly isn't actually a prediction. 
It's too open-ended yeah. to be a prediction. But you have – if if you don't do anything, if you just keep going the way you're going and doing what you're already doing, okay, then it's a possible. Does that make sense? Yeah, so, but <laughs> it's possible, also possible probable. That, uh, no, just, it's just, also possible. Just think it, about it. You know, if, if you don't go out on a date, or if you don't go looking for a job or whatever, you know, you're not going to get a job. Okay, that's doing nothing. Okay, so if you don't do anything, there's a possibility. Now, what yeah. we can do? Let me let me change it up. Okay. okay, and what's let's see, this is September. Uh, how many subscribers do y'all have now? Uh, my personal channel or this one? Uh, this channel has about this channel has about twenty five hundred right now. Yeah, twenty three twenty five hundred. Okay, twenty four forty six or something like that. Let I me think. ask. Let me ask it another. I have question. about the same on now. My channel. This is going to be less. Than fifty thousand. Uh, will the podcast, the perspective, have five thousand subscribers by January twenty twenty two? I can answer that. So you've already bribed a bunch of people. So yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, I'm kidding. I'm, I'm and kidding. it does I'm, say I'm yes. So, so uh, you know, at least you'll have five thousand. I don't know if that will help you, but oh, you know. I wouldn't turn my nose but up. Give me but... your hoot, man. I got to tell you. I tell you what, Cam. If uh, January uh, rolls around and we we hit that five thousand, we'll we'll have you back on the show to say, "Yep, see, I give us a call back anyway." Oh yeah, yeah. In the new year, I, I'm just a seeker like y'all. I'm, you know, I don't, I don't, I'm not really an atheist, but I'm a free thinker. And so I don't want to really conclude any. I, I'm an independent, not a Democrat or Republican. You're wait. You're a Democratic Republican? No, no. Oh, I'm an okay. independent. Ah, not a. Democrat I'm not a Democrat or, or Republican. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In other words, I, I'm just an existentialist, I guess. All right. Well, we appreciate your your call tonight, uh, Kim. We do got to move on because we do have some calls waiting. But uh, Fun chatting with you. sure, that's yeah. all right. And thank you so much. And everybody, be good to themselves. You too. I tried. You to too. <laughs> okay. All right. Bye. -bye. Good night. Good night. <laughs> good night. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, what did you think of that? Uh, the divine disbelief five dollars absolute proof for the multiverse is coming on March twenty fifth, twenty twenty two. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> nice. They believe they've actually um, the, something. I guess happened uh, somewhere at the edges of our known universe. It bumped into something, so they think that they're. Or that's what they're making of it. That there might actually be another bubble universe out there. Oh my gosh, that's so exciting! That's I know, I know. Stuff. All right, we got Shane the skeptic. Five dollars. Uh, when a cause ends, so it, so, so too does, it does its effect. Yeah. Brain activity causes consciousness. Subjective awareness. Brain activity ends. That's I correct. Agree more, Shane. It's absolutely perfect. 
All right. Uh, let me see who we have waiting in the queue right now. That's what Sean Carroll says too, by the way, about that stuff. He's a physicist. All right. So we have Darren from Australia wants to talk about his belief in life after death. Ooh. Release. I uh, released the book evidence of life after death yeah let's let's see what they I heard oh, about the book oh no mind they dropped off it's uh, not really evidence though that's too bad they're not not on the line oh, uh, i was all ready to go let me see all right Let's see, we got Mick Bear and I'm not seeing a go live on it. Uh, oh, here we go. Here we go. Hi, Ethan. Hi. <laughs> Sorry, I was way down there. My bad. Uh, right, uh, Mick Bears, you're on with Neil and Bree. Hey, man. Hey. How you doing? We're doing pretty good. How y'all doing? Good. good. All right. Um. Well, you what would y'all like to talk about? You had a paranormal experience. I'd like to hear about that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I. I had a lot um, throughout my life. Like I, I guess I can start like when I was little, if you want. Okay, but would um, you have a story or something? When, like I, was when I was, yeah. Well, it's not really a story. It's just like something that happened to me. So, okay, which whichever one's the most compelling, whichever experience you had, you think would be the most compelling and convincing for us? That's the yeah. one that we would like you to lead with. Okay, well, um, uh, one time when I was uh, about 26 or so, I'm, I'm 36 now. Okay. Um, when I was living in the country, um, I used to uh, smoke uh, in my car. And um, yeah, it, it wasn't because of the smoke or anything like that, but uh, <laughs> um, I, I, I was how about to like normal and... Um, all of a sudden, like, I just felt, like, uh, a pressure on my chest, like, just pushed me down on my seat. And I was just, like, stuck in my seat. Like, I couldn't move. I couldn't breathe. I couldn't yell. Like, I tried yelling for help. I, I couldn't. Mm -hmm. I, I was freaking out. I was like, what the hell is happening? It's happened to you me, know, too, like, before. Huh? I said that exact, that exact situation has happened to me as well. Twice, actually. Oh, really? Yep. In my case, it was sleep paralysis. Yeah, well, oh, really? Yeah. It it was it's around no uh, twelve o'clock at night, so. Yep. Yeah. I don't know, but like my 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 father, he he told me that our house is like haunted, like it had like evil spirits around there, like evil. I don't know if it's true or not, but he said like that's what he felt like when he was at the house. And See um. Um, shortly after that, like um, I had a back accident. Uh, I I fractured my spine, 
Oh shit, I'm sorry. And um <laughs> it's cool. And um No, it's not <laughs> um I was walking funny, like I was walking like like a pretzel, like basically like my body is all twisted, like I've got sciatica. Okay. I, I can relate. <laughs> so, have you researched uh, you anything about seen... sleep paralysis? Have you had you looked into that? Yeah, when you had I, I, experience? Read, I, I read up on it, but I don't know. Like I, I was fully awake. Like I, I was in my car. Yeah. Just like I said, you I are. was just smoking weed. Yeah, and you went in, you were probably kind like, of drifting and your body went into it ahead yeah, of like, you. That's how that kind of works. Like they could reproduce this stuff in a lab, dude. Oh, really? Yep. They can make you have that Dang. exact same experience. Yeah, we were talking about what was our very first caller. We got a little bit into that. Uh, yeah. They can they can change different things about your environment to make you experience different feelings. Infrasound is an amazing. Uh, uh, it, it, it's this, these low frequency uh, vibrations that certain areas of the brain. Too. We that, we're just now we're just now starting to understand that makes you uh, just feel like. Uh, fear and uh, being very uncomfortable they think that it might have something to do with the frequency of a uh of the roar of a big cat and how it affects our ancestors but uh, they're not completely sure yet it's still in its infancy hmm. pretty yeah. cool stuff though wow <laughs> must have been freaky though to have yeah. that experience though right it, it, it was but yeah i was scared shitless like i i jumped <laughs> out of my car as soon as i could i was like why, like, I was more freaked out as why couldn't I breathe or talk? Like, right, I couldn't right. yell. Like, I was like, on oh, mute. The worst feeling. <laughs> what, I, the first time it happened to me, I experienced exactly what you were just talking about the scared. I couldn't talk. I couldn't scream. I couldn't yell for mom. And then the second then I learned about it, uh, what, what, what things can cause these. And then the second time I said, oh, here we go. And I just wrote it out. And it took a few minutes, but I finally came to again and was able to move. There's some visual and auditory hallucinations you can have at that time too. Comes, yeah. They're called hyp hypnopompic uh, dream states because you can't break your way self away from your mind right. generating images and sounds that that aren't actually there. It can be terrifying. It can be. Uh, I know when I when I had my sleep paralysis, it was just for a short little window of time in my life when I switched to this weird sleeping schedule. Uh, I started having them fairly regularly and there would always be a little visitor that'd come into my room in uh, my, my brain would every time would fabricate it the same way. And it would be, it would, it would terrify me. This was back when I was more of a believer in this stuff. And before I really understood it, and it was actually researching this specific thing that God, that kind of started leading me down the skeptical path that I'm on. Yeah. Yeah, you you know. Uh, have you all heard of shadow people? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. yes. You um, see shadow people a lot. I, I saw one when I was real little, when I was like around six or so. Um, did you like look at it straight uh, forward, or was it something like out of the corner of your eye? Like I well. You see my 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 house it, the back door used to have like a window on the door okay and i i swear i heard i i heard the window open 
and I heard something jump in, and I heard it like like hooves like from a horse like walking down the hallway. I was like, what the hell? And <laughs> I was sleeping with my parents, so I, I you know I looked up, and all all I saw was red eyes like just looking at me. And I, I, I got scared shitless and I just like, you know, covered myself and I woke up my parents and I'm like, Mom, Dad, like there's something there and they're like, There's nothing there and like I saw some eyes, like what I heard a dog, I heard something, like <laughs> you know. And then I, I read up on it and they were saying that it was like shadow people or something. Hmm. Yeah, I've I've heard about the shadow people too. I personally haven't seen one, at least that I would consider to be. I've seen things move in the corner of my eye and stuff, and then you're like, "Uh, well, that, but that's actually just your brain filling in information." Hello, is that? Oh. Interesting. The funny thing is, I, I saw I'm a let you in. one time when I was in jail. Well, oh, <laughs> I, 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 funny thing is, I'll, I'll let you. Uh, um, well, I'll, I'll tell you a little something here. Our, our our brains lie to us all day, every day. Because when you're seeing things and experiencing things, your brain is what's putting that all together. And it's constantly fucking up. Like, it's it's trying its best to go off of referrals from your memory or whatever. From and your memory things. is just as flawed. It's just That's made right. up stuff, too. <laughs> so every time you'll, you'll go, what the hell was that? And then it's not there because your brain was sorting. It's almost like it was sorting through things and giving you a little sort of peripheral visory of that or visual of that whole process going on. So that's what sometimes that can be. So And, and we are very susceptible to uh, hallucinations to that respect as well. Even without drugs, believe it or not. And you can prime yourself in certain environments yes. to have hallucinations too, yes, um, especially uh, when you're uh, nervous. You're because it's better for your brain to make something up that's not there than for something to actually be there and you not respond properly. So when you when you're agitated, your brain's automatically say it's looking for for problems and it will make up its own if you don't give it some. Oh, okay. Yeah, some some pretty neat stuff, dude. I'm I'm actually currently, I already have like um, kind of a degree or whatever certification in in chemistry and and some other stuff as well. But I'm now I'm very interested in neuroscience and how the brain works. So I'm taking some courses online currently, and one of the things the first thing they tell you what, is don't trust don't trust your brain. <laughs> what What do you think of Neuralink? Neuralink, the thing that Elon Musk is. Doing. Yeah, I think it's I think it's possible. They're they're already pulling memories out and, and putting them on yep. pictures. You can see your you can see yep. your your memories on a computer screen. You can see your dreams on a computer screen now. Yeah, that freaks me out, man. Yeah, yeah, that that's pretty cool. I mean, it's cool scary in a way. <laughs> yeah, it is kind of kind of freaky because it's almost like an invasion of privacy to some degree. Yeah, the who knows what the future holds with that technology though. We, uh, you may be able around. to. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, we're, we're about running out of time here, so we're going to have to move on to our last caller. Um, but we'll let you let you wrap up here if you want to, MC. All right. Well, um, um, uh, well, it's it's kind of hard to talk about the paranormal without you know mentioning like God and the devil and stuff like that, <laughs> but. They're part of it, so sure. I, I think I, I I think like the whole um the whole 
God and devil thing, like, I think they represent an atom. Because an, an atom has both a positive and a negative, right? Uh, yeah, electrons. Yeah, I mean, if they exist, then they have yeah, to be made yeah, of them. That, that, that's the way I feel about God and the devil. Like, first came the positive, then came the negative. You know, I, but, but they're all that, around that's one atom. <laughs> like, huh? They they both circle the atom. You can't really have a positive and a negative. There's no there's no negative to weigh to weigh good against without evil. Kind of the thing you can't have good. Negative have to be together. Yeah, yeah. You can't have one uh, without the other. On a binary system. But there's also now. Let's not forget we have electrons and protons. But we also have anti-protons and anti-electrons as well. Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I just think they got they got the name wrong when they said atom. Like I think they meant atom. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> All right. Uh, thanks for thanks for calling us up tonight, uh, MC. Uh, yeah, and yes, if you have any other. Yeah, if you have any uh, other compelling uh, stories, definitely feel free to give us a call back. We're here every Tuesday. Uh, we go live at 7 Central Standard Time. Uh, we we always very open to uh, all kinds of calls, as you can see tonight. We've we've had the, the gamut of different calls. And uh, speaking Been of, all, <laughs> all right, uh, you, you have a good night there. Uh, Thank you guys for having me. You too. Take care, bud. You too. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. So we have a few more uh, super left chats right, to go through. Yeah. Left, Thanks right, so left. $14.99. A generous $14.99 just because. And also Team Band-Aid. Yes, Band-Aid will probably be popping in here. Cynthia McDonald, again, $5. I had sleep paralysis once watching PTL TBN. I took it at a time the devil did not want me to watch ptl and <laughs> tbn uh tg for <laughs> that's the freedom R for R religions R yeah 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 oh we skipped right meet over kenneth <laughs> Amit, yes you you want to read this one Amit matthew five dollars interesting fact wallet sciatica is a type of sciatica that comes from sitting like you would if you had your wallet in your back pocket. And actually, I mean, it's very correct. That was part of the thing that caused mine, actually. And I also got rear-ended in, in, in a car accident. And Kenneth Leonard, $9.99. There we go. People just can't do that extra penny. Thanks, Kenneth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just bugging it. It's an American thing. <laughs> if a kid asks where rain comes from, I think a cute thing to tell him is God is crying. And if he asks, why is God crying? Another cute thing to tell him is... Probably because of something you did. Oh, <laughs> cute or evil? <laughs> I, I want. I would trust Kenneth with with all my kids and teaching them stuff, oh, teaching Kenneth's them the awesome. ways of the world. Kenneth He's is awesome. awesome. I wish I wish you'd pop into my after parties more often. Punk. <laughs> all right. Uh, so we got our last caller for the night, which is Darren from Australia. I was hoping to get a chance to talk to right. him earlier because Darren is an author, and I actually pulled his. Look up. Uh, Darren, can you hear us? Yes, I can, guys. How's it going? Going well. Uh, doing all right. Uh, yeah, so you wrote, 
you wrote a book about uh, about evidence for life after death. Is that is that right? Yes, I did. I only wrote it last year while we were uh, in lockdown. I uh, had about six months with nothing to do, so I decided I'd write a book about the experiences that I'd had in the last forty or fifty years of my life. Okay. We'd like to hear about your most compelling experience, if you got one to share. Flipping Can I ask you a quick few, question? And I'm just, I'll just, I'll just give you a couple of quick ones. Um, one of them was okay. my little girl, uh, my daughter Summer. She was two and a half or three years old at the time, and she was playing happily on the floor in her bedroom, uh, about twenty feet away from where I was sitting in the lounge room, and. I heard her giggling and talking to herself. Um, and then all of a sudden she got up, she ran out of her room, ran down the, the short hallway and started running around the sofa. And she kept turning back and looking behind her. And she said, stop it, stop tickling me. And she did this for quite a while. And I thought she was just playing a game. And she came up to me quite concerned. And she says, dad, she says, will you tell nanny to stop tickling me? And I said, what do you mean nanny's tickling you? And she said, she's chasing me. And my mum had passed away about one year before that. And I thought she meant my mum because um, we'd often talked about my mother who'd passed away. And mm -hmm. I said, what, my mum? And she said, no, mummy's mum in the Philippines. And I thought this was really quite strange because she'd never mentioned her grandmother in the Philippines ever before. Um, so anyway, about half, I didn't think anything of it. And about half an hour later, I get a phone call from the Philippines from my brother-in-law to say that about 45 minutes ago, uh, their mother had passed away in the Philippines. Now, something else that my daughter said was, Nanny's chasing me because she's got legs now. But when I last saw my uh, mother-in-law in the Philippines, she had both her legs amputated and was in a wheelchair due to diabetes. Mm -hmm. And at the airport, she said to me, Darren, I, I really wish I had legs because I'd love to chase my grandkids around and tickle them. And that's just one story there, that the timing couldn't have been better. Um, could just be coincidence, but it was very, very uncanny. Mm -hmm. Sure, sure. So, with your, daughter, your uh, yeah, a quick question, had your daughter ever met uh, Grandma from the Philippines? Well, yes, but she was only about nine or ten months old at the time. Um, okay. She was just sort of starting to walk, um, and she hadn't. I, I'm sure she didn't remember her grandmother at all, and also uh, um, she had never mentioned her at all for like for the two and a half years we would have been back in Australia. After leaving right. the Philippines, uh, she had never once mentioned her grandmother in the Philippines. Was there pictures of grandma around the house at all? That was my next question. No, no, there wasn't actually. Um, no, there wasn't. Um, I, I can't think of anything around the house um, that would uh, reference her grandmother in the Philippines. No FaceTime um, talks with the computer? I mean, her grandmother. Like um. No, not, we didn't even have FaceTime or anything like that happening. Okay. Uh, my wife comes from a sort of like a remote village in the Philippines. She sort of didn't have internet access. Um, only like one oh, person in the street had a, had a telephone. 
Um, so, it, so there was no sort of technology like that happening. And also, she wasn't sick at the time. Um, she was, apart from having her legs amputated a few years before, uh, there was nothing actually really wrong with her. No one expected her to pop off at any time. Okay. So for the fact that my daughter to say that she was being chased by her right about the same time as she had just died 5,000 miles away, I just find it really strange. Sure. It is an interesting story. Definitely uh, a little bit of uh, mystery to it, considering that your daughter might not have uh, known. Now, did you had your daughter ever heard you guys even talk about the, the amputations or anything along, along those lines? Look, I know that could be pretty traumatic. I think so. Um, yeah, look, we'd had so much going on in our lives because, because I had had my best friend pass away and my mum had passed away. To be honest, we didn't really talk a lot about the family in the Philippines because we had a lot going on with our family in Australia. In, in um, Australia, sure. So, yeah, we hardly ever mentioned the Philippines, to be honest. It sort of wasn't on our minds at that time. You know, hadn't been for a long time. Um, but what else happened after that was that my daughter, uh, she was about 10 at the time. Um, this was about three or four days after her grandmother in the Philippines had passed away. And she woke up and she saw a little girl, which, which she identified as being Filipina, um, standing in a white dress at the bottom of her bed. Uh, this would have been about five or six o'clock in the morning. Anyway, it wasn't unusual for us because we have Filipino friends to uh, have people come and visit. And um, my daughter looked at this little girl and said, who are you? And she said, I'm Lola. Now, my daughter told us at dinner that night, she said, who was that little girl in my room this morning? And we said, there wasn't any little girl in your room, room this morning. And she said, well, didn't we have some Filipino visitors come over? And we said, no. And she said, well, there was a little girl about six or seven standing at the bottom of my bed in a white dress. And she told me her name was Lola. Now, my wife dropped her knife and fork uh, and nearly knocked over her drink on the table, and she's, she got all upset. And I said, what's wrong? And she said, well, Lola is the Filipino name for grandmother. Mm -hmm. um, so we honestly believe that uh, Lola, <laughs> granny from the Philippines, had also come and visited my other daughter about three days after she passed away. Hmm. Did did your, your daughters know... Her name? They, 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 I mean, surely they knew their grandma's name. I know when we were in. Uh, well, they always called her. Yeah, my my family's originally from England. I I moved to Australia when I was three years old with my family. Now uh, we usually call our grandparents uh, Nana, or Nanny, or Grandma, or Grandmother. Mm -hmm. Sure. Uh, yeah, I've standard. never called anyone Lola, inclu including her, including my mother-in-law in the Philippines. We never called her Lola. Um, never used the word Lola uh, around the house or anything like that. Um, it's possible that my daughter could have picked that word up. But she swears that she saw this little girl, plain as day, just standing, in, uh, quite pretty, standing at the bottom of her bed. So what my wife did eventually was she, she got some pictures of her mother when she was about seven or eight years old, and she showed them to my daughter, uh, Danielle. And Danny confirmed that little girl standing at the bottom of her bed was indeed her grandmother. Okay, uh, um, I guess what I was getting at was more that uh, if your if your daughters knew your grandma's 
their, their grandmother's name that they may have used her name instead of the Loa. But uh, I, I get what you're saying now that the, it was the, presented as a child. Yeah, um, we just don't sort of. Yeah, in my house we sort of. I mean, it's, it's not my choice, but we always just speak English. Uh, my wife never taught any of us Filipino. <laughs> okay. Um, we were just talking a little earlier about some occurrences that can happen. And I remember being a kid and seeing some pretty weird shit too, when I was a kid, but, uh, um, usually it came along with almost like a, a sleep state. You might say like you've heard of sleep paralysis and stuff like that. We'd mentioned this a little earlier in the show, um, that can also cause hallucinatory type things. And if there's preconceived knowledge of some stuff that might, you know, come out in these sort of hallucinations. And kids have fantastic imaginations, too. And do you, the, my, when my, the, sorry, sorry, Bri, my point is, do you think that it's possible that there is another explanation for the phenomena? Darren, did we lose you? Strange encounters. What we got? Can't really hear you, Darren. So I don't know. Darren, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, is that any better? Yes. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. The reason I wrote the book is because I've had about thirty or forty such experiences. Uh, both, my, you know, myself, my wife, my kids, my parents, my brothers and sisters have all had something like that and contributed sure. to the book. Sure. Some of it you could write off. A lot of it you could write off. But some of it is just, I believe, unexplainable. Okay. I would love to explore more deeply into this. Unfortunately, we're we're just out of time. Uh, we're we're definitely yeah, past I'm it. Uh, but another time, and uh, that'd be really, really cool to talk to you again, Like uh, when my sister called called her um, her husband uh, an hour after she died. I'd really like to. Um, oh yes, I want to. I want to hear about that. It that just sounds be explained away. I'm sure. Yeah. All right. And uh, your book, your book's on Amazon, uh, Evidence for Life After Death. It's on Amazon. Uh, yeah. Um, it's, yeah it's, it's available as an ebook and a paperback. And um, any proceeds I receive, I put back into advertising to sell more books because I just want people to, to uh, hear these stories, you know? Yep. All right. Sure. Well, thank you, Darren. Uh, appreciate your call and definitely call well, thanks, back Darren. with some more of those cases. Yeah, I hope I'm hosting. Or I certainly will. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It'll probably this be next week. This, give, give this will get Neil back hey, over guys. here, too. Thanks very much. <laughs> hey, thanks, Sarah. Bye, Darren. Bye. Well, Neil, what did you think of your first episode? Fun, and I want more. <laughs> <laughs> you really just dove right in. It was it was it was like a like a seal to water, like a seal pup going into the sea. <laughs> <laughs> So the real question is, has your needle moved on any of these topics based on the, the callers we had today? No, no, no. Because remember, I was there. I was where those folks are at one time. And I was able to break through what I thought was real and get away from it. I just finally, I went after years of trying to figure it out and experimentation and whatnot. And I was just like, no, this, and then, you know, and you read stuff like, you know, like claims of the consciousness somehow surviving the body, you know, uh, which persists when we're done with the body and it's, it's not possible. Right. Wow. So 
it's literally oh. the laws of physics do not permit that. Yeah, I'm, I was really happy to see how well you took to it because I want you to come back and host with me again sometime, Neil. That was, oh, great. That was, was awesome. great. Yeah, was... totally. I'd totally love to do it with you again. Um, so for those who don't know, we do a Discord after show where both hosts are going to join us on Discord. We have a conversation, talk for a little bit, discuss the show, and answer any questions you have. Would like to thank uh, top-tier patrons, Cindy Plaza, Left Right Left, Kenneth Leonard, Sky, Jump and Shoot, Oz, Secular Rarity, Philip Leach, Caitlin Beyond, Toast, Richard Gilliver, Sunset Sarge, Meet Matthew, Ray Sylvester, and Kyle Brewer. Thank you for your patronage. Um, I'll be back Thursday night with Hannah Vaughn uh, to host The Pickup Line, which is a show on dating, relationships, and sex. This week, we'll be discussing relationships and dry spells. Um, before we get out of here, uh, Neil, when's your next, uh, what's your show schedule? Uh, coming up on Thursday, I have the Dr. Reverend guy that I'll be, David, uh, I can't remember his name off the top of my head. Uh, yeah, uh, Reverend Dr. David Breeden, who is the uh, minister for um, uh, the Humanist Church. Now, don't freak out, guys. It's not actually a religion. It's just they. The whole ob objective behind it was, you know, how you have community at churches. Well, he figured we'll do a humanist style church, so that we can still have a community for non-believers as well, or secularists and stuff like that. That's basically what it's about. And you know, we'll hear more about that, and we'll also hear his uh, his uh, journey away from his former beliefs. Sweet. And uh, Brain Bug, when's your next one? Uh, Saturday, 9.30, live from the Hive. Every week uh, we do a little bit of uh, busting cryptozoology and, and things like that. We uh, we make fun of Conservapedia's uh, badly written articles. And uh, we have bugs, lots and lots of bugs. So come check it out. <laughs> you, you know what? An one more thing I wanted to do, but I just haven't had the time, um, is start another segment where you review like the calls that came in and go over each claim they make like one at a time. Sure. That'd be fun. Yeah. I'm kind of break it down. Exactly. Especially like the, the reason I want to do that specifically was we had a couple COVID calls that they claimed COVID oh. was a hoax. And it's oh, like, uh, no, it's not. And, but if, if you don't properly object to every single medical claim they're throwing out, it, some dangerous information can escape and that freaks me yep. out. So yep. uh, that's one of the reasons I wanted to go back and review uh, some calls. So anyways, yep. like and subscribe, join us in the discord after show. And uh, if you have any friends or family that believe in the paranormal, the supernatural or some conspiracy theory, have them call the <laughs> every Tuesday at 7 PM. Good night. <laughs>
I mean, I'm not sure I'll ever use the ass blaster again or whatever it's called. Let All right. I'm also wanting a clip of Shannon saying I will never use the ass blaster. Again. 